0: Kia ora, and welcome to Ngā Pātaka Kōrero, Auckland Library's podcast series for our 2020 summer exhibition, Fun and Games. In this series, we'll talk with curators, collection experts and game players and round out the series by sharing with you some of the voices from our oral history collections as people recall the games they played as children. Kia ora and welcome to the first track of this Fun and Games podcast series, a we'll walk and talk through the Fun and Games exhibition. As I walk towards the gallery space of Level 2 Tāmaki Pātaka Kōrero, the Central City Library, I can see the promise of the exhibition across the gallery doors, the sticker that says Fun and Games, and sure enough, coming into the room, I can see it's going to be a great place to spend some time with the kids this summer. Harriet is one of a team of curators who have put together the summer fun exhibition, and here she is. Kia ora Harriet. Kia ora Sue. Thanks very much for uh, making the time this morning to walk and talk us through this exhibition. It looks really fantastic.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I'm really happy now that it's up and running
0: and people can come and enjoy it. So tell me a little bit about what people can expect to see.
1: Well, the title really says it all, fun and games. So we wanted this to be a really fun place that you can come this summer and learn about a lot of different games that have been played in different times and in different places. So we thought about the fact that in all cultures and in all times, people love playing games. Children, but adults as well. (laughs) Everyone loves playing games. So we wanted to look at things that are in our heritage collections from all different types of, of items that show people playing games or talk about games Um, to show just that that breadth of Mm. experience across humanity really.
0: (laughs) (laughs) As I was coming in, I saw on the outside of the gallery some really lovely examples like the kite. You know, that's a really universal thing, isn't it? Yeah,
1: kites are are enjoyed by people from lots of different places around the world, so we wanted to really celebrate that and we're very lucky to have a Māori kite on loan from Research West. You can get up close and have a look at that and how it's constructed. Nice. Um, so yeah inside the gallery our earliest item is from 1786 Wow! so that's a book about board games um, and it goes right through and in the same case even we have a board game from 2017 a new zealand board game called koha um, which is to help people learn te reo maori right let's have a look at this um, Look at this case together.
0: OK, so where's the where's the 17...?
1: It's down the bottom there, very bottom oh, it's... corner. It's a very little book, very unassuming little thing. Um, and it's Hoyle, uh, Edmund Hoyle's Book of Games, uh, which was, I think, sort of a bestseller at the time and has really not been out of print since. You can still get editions of Hoyle's games, obviously much updated since the 18th century. Uh, but that's pretty amazing. And
0: what's (laughs) the page there that's open? What's it showing? It's open
1: to a picture of a drafts board, which will probably be quite familiar to many people who come into the exhibition. It doesn't look too different from drafts today. Uh, And we also wanted to show in the same case, an example of mu toreri, which is a Maori version of drafts. So it's quite interesting to see that comparison of a similar style of game, but played in a different way.
0: Okay, and then up, like you said, on the top right-hand corner we have Koha, A Gift of Knowledge. Mm -hmm. looks like a very new game. It
1: is, yep, brand new. That one's from 2017. It's still being produced. Um, And it's a a map of New Zealand which you travel around and learn about the different places through uh, legends and place names and um, history to do with those places.
0: Awesome. And sitting next to it looks like a sort of a 1950s yeah. tour of New Zealand style Yeah, band. yeah,
1: so we thought it would be nice <laughs> to juxtapose those together. Um, another tour of, yeah, map of New Zealand, tour around New Zealand, but from an earlier time period and a different sort of graphic style. Um, but that one's quite fun. And that tour of New Zealand is actually being reproduced these days, and we've got a game in the gallery that you can try out and play. Oh, so awesome.
0: Yeah. And in this case, all on its own, next door, something that looks pretty precious.
1: Yes, that's right. We've got um, a book here which is an autobiography from the 19th century from a Samoan woman, Laoli Willis, and we've got that there because there's a a quote in that book where she talks about games that she played as a child in Samoa in the 19th century, Um, and something that really caught our attention was the fact that she said that the marbles that they played with grew on trees and pods. Some other uh, Auckland Library staff members have tried to do a bit of research, and we can't actually uh, figure out what exactly the plant was that she's talking about. So I think that's that's Ooh. something for future research.
0: So using using nature as part of the uh, of the game playing kind of kit. Definitely, <laughs> and I
1: think over time, kids from all different cultures have done that. If you don't have bought toys from a shop, then you're going to make make games up with what you've got to hand. So knuckle bones played with stones or real knuckle bones from sheep, (laughs) or as as she did, uh, marbles from nuts or seeds growing on a tree.
0: Awesome. And here we actually have some glass marbles I see in this
1: cabinet. That's right. And these are quite special marbles uh, because they were actually discovered by archeologists in Myers Park playground in some recent excavations there.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, Somebody left their marbles behind. Yeah, so
1: they have probably from about 100 years ago. They haven't been dated exactly, uh, but that's the sort of time period of the other things that they were finding in that excavation. Uh, So, yeah, you can see them displayed here. And they look quite similar to modern marbles, some of them. Others look a little different, maybe not quite as perfect in their shape as modern produced marbles are.
0: And there's a photo I see on the wall of the Myers Park... Um, playground back in, oh, the early part of the 20th century. Yeah,
1: that's right, in the 1910s, and it's, it's fantastic, isn't it? You see the slide there, how incredibly tall it is, for the, especially in comparison to the very small children climbing up the ladder.
0: Yeah, I think absolutely. that playground
1: probably wouldn't get past
0: uh, health and safety regulations today. No, oh, it's a very different playground today. It's quite lovely to see the sort of contrast really, isn't it? mm um, and it's interesting, I see um, behind that very big slide uh, the swings that people are holding onto the ropes. And in the oral histories I've been listening to recently, there's a lovely description of swinging on the maypole. That's they right, call going it. round yeah. and round, yeah. yeah. And it's, those kids, are, every
1: every swing is taken, aren't they? They're a very popular game. <laughs>
0: it is. What else do we have here on the wall? I'm loving all the big stickers. Yeah, so um, we,
1: we wanted the walls to be really bright and colorful and um, sort of lighten the gallery up for the summer. Um, so we've included a lot of quotes and um, we've got some music here. The music from a song that no doubt many visitors will recognize as um, e papa Waiari, which is um, often used for teaching a stick game.
0: And there's a lovely photo of that too of people playing that stick game
1: yeah and you can also listen to that song in the gallery so that's quite nice right. as well yeah i'm wondering if people <laughs> if can you hear our lovely so background noise yeah.
0: <laughs> it really does brighten up the um the space having that nice sound so this looks intriguing we've got several items in this case Can you tell us about what we're seeing here?
1: So this case is probably my favourite in the exhibition Um, everything in it is very little and uh, quite subtle looking but when you look closely everything has a really interesting story to tell so these four items are all from the 19th century sort of between the 1860s and the 1890s Uh, so we've got um, a journal written by a little girl in New Zealand Uh, in the 1880s, early 1880s, uh, Isabel Nolene Baker. She's drawn a picture here of a new doll being posted to her from England. So that's quite sweet to see and to think about how children in New Zealand received toys, whether they were made at home or like this little girl, who I think was from quite a well-off family, had them posted from overseas. Uh, We've also got a tiny little book here from Japan which is um, showing different playthings for children. So we've got it open to a page of a, a pull-along fish, kind of a bit like the New Zealand buzzy bee, but yeah. it's a, a fish, which is quite sweet as well.
0: Mm, it's a beautiful um, illustration, isn't it?
1: Gorgeous colours. Incan, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and next along, we've got some knights on horseback. They're very tiny, so you need to look quite closely at them to see all the detail. But these actually have a fascinating history in that they once belonged to Crown Prince Wilhelm, who was the son of the Kaiser of Germany, the last Kaiser of Germany. So uh, they were sent to two little boys, Eric and Basil Walker, uh, because their mother had sent some toy soldiers and tents to the Kaiser's children. So it was a kind of thank you gift in return. (laughs) and then they've ended up here in, in Auckland in our special collections.
0: Interesting. <laughs> and I see that you've got a question there in the case that, um, that kids can look for the answer for, that's quite cool.
1: Yeah, so we've asked what the knights are made from, right. so you can think about that. And,
0: mm. <laughs> and so there are a few invitations, is not there, sort of across the gallery? for Yeah, them? yeah,
1: Every I think every case is a question or two to try and think about um, what sort of games you play and whether they are the same as the games that we're showing here or different, um, or yeah, different versions that you might
0: play of the same game. And you mentioned to me earlier that this these paper dolls that we're now looking at are probably your favourite item yeah. for the exhibition. Yeah, for so sure. What can you tell us about that? Well, they're three
1: little dolls cut out of newspaper and quite a, a naive sort of way, <laughs> not very realistic in their style, just very basic, and these were actually discovered inside the cover of a book that had been donated to the library. So the book was was quite early, it was from the 1750s, but um, on doing some research on these dolls we've discovered that they date from the 1860s and probably from New Zealand, or well, definitely one of them is cut from a New Zealand newspaper. Um, you can see that there's a couple of little words there. Mm. And just by searching those phrases in papers past, which is a fantastic resource for, <laughs> for this kind of thing and for historical newspapers, uh, we discovered that it was actually an article about one of the battles in the New Zealand Wars in
0: 1865. Wow, incredible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot to hold in a paper doll. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> wow, and here I can see some pretty exciting-looking corner have a go at a puppet show. Mm-hmm. So uh, as well as things to look
1: at in the cases in the gallery, there are lots of activities that you can do. Um, so one of them is this puppet show. So we've got this great puppet theater um, from the library and some sock puppets. So. Can have a go at putting on your own show there. Yep, and some um, dress up. And some dress up, so you can, if you don't want to use the puppets, you yourself can become the character. <laughs> 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 and there's a great picture there of a girl dressing up in the 1950s um, just to give some inspiration.
0: <laughs> and a lovely Morris, scene that. come Quotes? Yes,
1: let the wild rumpus start, <laughs> so we don't mind a bit of
0: rumpus in the gallery this summer. <laughs> no, there's a few opportunities to play games I can see.
1: Yeah, so we've got some board games, we've got Noughts and Crosses, giant Noughts and Crosses, so you could challenge your fan out to a game of Noughts and Crosses there. Um, also you can try out Pac-Man, which is an 80s classic game, uh, which I found
0: extremely difficult, so <laughs> I think it takes a bit of practice. <laughs> There's a lovely picture there on the wall of an arcade um, set up in the 1980s and you see they've got the joystick to work with. I feel like Harriet. that would be a lot easier, yes. yeah. The <laughs>
1: tapping with your fingers on the screen. Uh, a little
0: bit more challenging. Sure well, is, yeah. I believe that there Co-ordination is a... Um, required. <laughs> there may be an opportunity for punters to come down sort of from late January. That's
1: right. We're going to have some arcade games set up uh, on the ground floor in the library so you can come along and try some of those classic games, pinball um, and we're also going to have an event with some champions uh, who will be coming to demonstrate their skills and talk a little bit about those games. So uh, that's Danielle Peck, um, who is the number one ranked women's pinball player. In the world, I believe. In the world, yeah, Yeah. pretty amazing. So that's on Saturday, the 1st of February, so you can come along and get some pinball inspiration
0: from her. (laughs) And you can tune into a later track to hear from Danielle and um, her father, Dave Peck, who are the pinball wizards. Um, (laughs) Right, and so, um, we have some nice music playing, in a the corner there with um, some amazing run of images.
1: Yeah, we had so many great photos in the collections of children playing games, um, and it was so hard to choose what would actually, you know, be in the in, on display in the exhibition. So we've got this great uh, show of all the all the images that we loved, uh, probably dating from sort of the 1890s through to modern day. Mm-hmm. So. That's really lovely to be able to just sit down, relax, especially if you bring the kids in and they're dressing up and playing with the puppets. You can just enjoy watching the show there at
0: the same time. And I'm loving seeing the, um, the variety of, of places and spaces that people can play. So, you know, there's images of kids that play in a school context, mm-hmm. but also, of course, just out on the beach and yeah. as well as more organised game playing.
1: Yeah, there's such a, a variety of games and lots of games of course don't have rules, they're not you know, not like a board game where you're trying to follow rules to win, lots of games are just imaginary, make-believe, kids just spontaneously create the rules as they go along so it's great to see that especially as you say with kids on the beach or out in the bush. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, I believe, an option for um, children or families that are participating in Care mightify the Dare to Explore Auckland Libraries Literacy and Learning Library Program. Hey? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, how does that work? What what happens for them?
1: So, if you're registered for Dare to Explore, which is free to do, you can go to any library to sign up, or I think you can do it online as well through the library website. Um, so, that's got activities and challenges throughout summer that you can do for books that you read. And for Central City Library, one of their special challenges is to come to the exhibition room here up on level two, and you can do a quiz, which we've got here uh, in our visitors' booklet. And you can go around the gallery and, and answer the questions. And if you do that, you get a stamp to awesome. contribute towards your Kimaitafai.
0: Certificate and invite to the party Mm -hmm. (laughs) Excellent, yeah you've got some Really beautiful collateral too that people can Pick up some lovely looking bookmarks And postcards and um, Yeah I think That it would be a wonderful place And space for Auckland families To spend a little time the summer. Yeah well.
1: and it's a nice cool place as well when it gets too hot outside and you just want a bit of a break it'll be a nice relaxing place to come and spend some time and hopefully you know kids will enjoy themselves playing and learning about games in the past and adults will get a chance to reminisce a bit about games that they used to play and we've got an opportunity here on a blackboard for you to tell us what your favorite game was.
0: Excellent. Well thank you so much um, and um, congratulations to all the curators for this great (laughs) exhibition Um, and uh, we will um, talk another time. Thanks (laughs) Sue. Thanks for tuning in to this Fun and Games podcast series produced by Ngā Pātaka Kōrero Auckland Libraries for your listening pleasure. The Fun and Games exhibition is open for viewing on Level 2 of Tāmaki Accorded Kōrero, the Central City Library, during weekdays 9 to 5 and 10 to 4 on weekends. Level 2 Atrium has content available to enjoy at all the times the Library is open and enjoy additional activation of the exhibition with our ground floor game on. To hear more Auckland Libraries podcasts, you can subscribe by clicking follow through your podcast platform, leave us a comment or click like to share with others.